What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Saturday, August 31st, and we're here with the Post All Out Show. Matt, I'm here with Mr. Matt Morgan. Matt, how are you doing tonight? Hunkering down. We got a Hurricane Dorian coming through here Tuesday. Um, yeah, yeah. You guys stay safe over there. Petrified. City is pretty scared. We got we dodged a bullet, is what everyone is saying today, currently, with the storm. It trended differently today, its uh, path. But uh, we're still going to get hit hard with rains and winds. And boarded my home for the first time since I've lived here since 06. So Jeez. we'll see. Yeah, they're saying this is the, the second biggest hurricane or probably the biggest hurricane since the one in 92. So oh, I, know. I took a, I had to do a um, meeting. Um, I had to do a conference call over the phone with uh, our governor, Ron DeSantis, over it. We had, I had to yesterday declare a state of emergency here for our city. Um, just real you know, scary times, you know. So you guys stay safe. Everyone that's listening, all you guys in Florida, you know, be safe. And, and uh, you know, we're, we're hoping that everything, you know, obviously everything works this out. This was a great welcome distraction tonight. I couldn't wait for the wrestling show to start. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Let's, let's get into it. What were your thoughts on the pay-per-view? I loved it. I mean, but I'm a huge AEW mark. I got, I got to be honest, <laughs> obviously. But I, I, as the show wore on, the same thing is happening for me where – even the box match, which I was just like, holy crap, this was awesome. It, it just feels like the show was so long. I think it does a disservice to some of the guys toward the end of the night. Because there were some really amazing matches tonight. Some really good stories being told. Really good in-ring work, which you'll always get on these cards. But the stories, I thought, were really well done. And they're really putting things in gear and setting up some pretty palatable storylines but again, four hours, I just think even with WWE, I feel the same way. Like by the end of the WWE pay-per-view and like Brock and like, let's say Roman Reigns hasn't wrestled yet. And there's still like an hour left in the show. I'm like, oh, I don't even care about this match anymore. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Cause I'm so exhausted as a fan, especially with this show, because this show, they do so much cool stuff that I feel like I spend all of my, I don't know what the word would be energy, my fandom. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I kind of thought the same thing. I thought, 
I thought it was a good show. I thought if you include All In as far as the pay-per-views went, this was probably number three behind those two. Um, it was still, I thought, you know, pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good at the be- I mean, I thought it was really good at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Kind of simmered down the Dark Order match. You know, I, I, I was starting to get pretty bored, actually. And then, mm-hmm. you know, at the end, it picked up. Uh, I love the Cody, uh, uh, Sean, you know, Sean Spears so match. That match was amazing. And then, Jer- yeah, Jericho uh, Omega. I mean, uh, Jericho, jeez, I'm, I'm pretty beat myself. <laughs> Jericho Page was uh, uh, good, too. But, um, yeah, let, let's get started. So the show opened up with the Casino Battle, Battle Royale. Uh, 21 women. Uh, a lot of surprises in here. Uh, Tennille Dashwood, it was reported that she might be coming in. She's with Impact. It was kind of like a one-night agreement for her oh, to come in. I didn't know she was with Impact. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bea Priestley was in there. Um, uh, Jazz. Uh, awesome Kong was announced for it. Uh, there were some other uh, surprises. Evelise, she was uh, she was announced for it before, but um, I was kind of surprised with Tennille Dashwood how they didn't make it a, a bigger deal. It was just kind of like, oh, there I, she well, is. I, to be fair, I didn't know she was with Impact, and I yeah. consider myself like not like a smart fan anymore. I consider myself more of a mainstream fan, watching SmackDown and Raw every week, and then NXT. That's really the extent of my weekly wrestling viewership. Right, mm-hmm. I don't watch Impact. So I, I didn't know she was even with them. So say they did make a big deal about it. If I'm average Joe, do I care? Yeah. yeah Is it true. a step down from AEW? AEW needs to treat Impact like it's a step down, quite frankly. If I'm AEW, I would never mention Impact. I would consider that like an indie company if I'm AEW. And they, and they pretty much did. They didn't even mention Impact on commentary. So. They didn't? Okay. Yeah. I thought I may have missed it. I, I just – the girls – Holy crap! That that was a star-studded event, in my opinion. I dug. There were so many good talents in that ring, dude. Yeah. Um. And, and what I really dig about AEW, once again, I was introduced to new talents that I've not seen before. There's a couple names I've heard or seen written somewhere on your sites, you know, for reports and things like that. But I've never seen them, right? And and others I have, but not under a certain spotlight that AEW gave them, like Mercedes. Martinez, for instance, right. she was given a really good spotlight, I thought, tonight. Um, and she came out like a huge star. A lot of them did. A lot of them. Who, who was the blonde girl with the green outfit, with the green uh, wrestling gear? Not Penelope Ford, right? Yes. Yeah. I think she's got a hell of a look. I mean, amongst all those stars that were in that ring, I thought she stood out to me. Yeah. Um, looks go uh, work. Her work is better than I expected it to be. Because um, I've seen her as a manager before, right? Right. Yeah. Um Man, there's so many others out in that. Man. ODB was in there. Oh my God, yeah, duh, yeah. O- ODB, like, okay, I remember. Real quick sidebar, at Impact Wrestling, I remember when she was coming in, and we're giving her that name. I was like, you are guaranteed to get chance every single time you come out. You get that right. And and she was like nodding, yeah, and just all excited. Jess was all excited to be starting, but she really wasn't selling, you know. But, mm-hmm. True to form. It doesn't matter where she goes, what the context is, people will always chant ODB. Yeah. Yeah. And I was happy for her. And she looked good in there. Um, You could tell they didn't focus too much on the women that aren't under contract like Jazz, like ODB. Yes. Um, Which makes which makes complete sense. But Mm -hmm. still, it was great seeing them. Uh, And and to your point, Mercedes Martinez, she was number 21. Superstar reaction. Looked great out there. You know, I thought like AEW's women's division was kind of weak, and then Same you here. saw this tonight, and there yes. are actually a lot of women out there. I am very interested in seeing more storylines. Like I, I was at a point where I was like, "There's so many great talents in this ring. Why are they giving away 
a singles women's match these other two girls that I don't care anything about. They could have picked any of these girls in this battle role that I would have cared way more about in singles competition. Yeah. And, and to that point, Nyla Rose winning the battle royal. And so she she, yeah. And so yep. she's going to be uh, facing Riho, and we'll get to that later, for the AEW women's title on okay. October 22nd in Washington, D.C. What's the big deal with Riho? I don't get it. I'm still not she's, getting it. She's she's got like a good like baby fire. I mean baby face, you know fire. Um, I don't know. I, 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 oh. They're not the two I would have chosen, but I think they're trying to get new talent out there as opposed to the, the same fair. established talent. Okay, real quick, Doctor Britt Bittner, Baker Baker making up names. Um, Doctor Britt Baker. Um, okay, we're talking about how AEW. We need we want more character development, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're really trying. You can see they're really delving in, and they're listening. I guarantee you, they're listening to the Billy Guns. I bet you Cody as well, and others that um, are trying to create layered characters or start start the first layer at least. And it's not just spot fests and things like that. They're giving them characters. Where Britt Baker, for instance, something as super small as her reaching into the girl's mouth and ripping on her teeth to get her over the top rope. At first I was like, it's kind of campy. But then I was like, well not really. We keep bitching and moaning that they don't have any characters here. They're trying at least to establish her character. They're going to keep pushing the dentist thing. Will it work or not? I don't know. But at least they're trying to make it a gimmick. Mm-hmm. behind the talent which is important she got a great reaction and here's my next thing if you're the talent that is having a mandible claw put in your mouth or in this case Britt baker's fingers in your mouth pulling in your teeth bite for the love of god i never understood this when mankind would do the mandible claw I'd be like take her just bite his fingers just yeah. Right. yeah well that's like that's like when someone's doing a dive at you and you're outside the ring just move out of the way <laughs> you're like standing there yeah <laughs> Catch himself. You got it. You good. You good. Okay, I fall. I'll fall now. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the, the the one that gets me is when they do the double stomp from the the ropes and the guy is holding himself onto the ropes. You, you know, like Alberto Del Rio did that for his finisher for a while. Um, oh, when the dude like kind of sits up. It, yeah, and you're like holding yourself to take the take the move. You're doing a setup, which is hard as hell. It hurts your legs, by the way, to do yeah. that, and then your abs. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so yeah. Um, it was, yeah, it was it was better than I thought it would be. So uh, Nyla Rose getting the win. I really liked this a lot. This was one of my favorite parts. I'll be honest. That was it was it was definitely good. Um, and it, it was one of those that you know in with WWE when they do the Women's Royal Rumble, they rehearse it. They take the women off the road that weekend. They rehearse it. They you they know, do. Yeah. And, and you'll see photos like of all the the women like posing, at, you know, at the rehearsal. So they what didn't do that, that here. And, happened at wrestling. <laughs> right. Uh, up next, we had Private Party, Mark Queen, and Isaiah Kennedy versus Jack Evans and 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 Hel- Is that and Helico. His name Quinn or Queen? Is it Quinn? That is Qu- uh, yeah. So- it's Mark Quinn, I think. He is the stud of that team. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, he can be a breakaway talent by himself, in my opinion. Yeah, and these guys were over. Uh, they yeah. did a lot of a lot of cool stuff. Jack El- Jack Evans and, and Helico and Helico man, his gear. I just can't. It, it hurts my eyes. It's an eyesore. It distracts you. And he's a good-looking kid. Yeah. He doesn't get all that crap on him. Yeah, he just looks like he's doing slow-motion you know, capture work for a, yeah. a video game. Mocap, yep. Yeah. He does. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, this was just a lot of tons of high-flying, um, really like cool that. stuff. The fans were into it. Private party chants. Uh, the finish saw Quinn hit a super poison run on Evans. Um, and... 
yeah, the private party hit the finisher and got the win. The uh, crowd was happy after the match. Evans and Angelico uh, attacked private yeah. party, and the crowd chanted party poopers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that's to do a chant. Um, it's hilarious. Good job, fans. But um, I like the heat, though. I did like the heat by Evans and, 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 and Helico afterwards. Yeah. No, I think they're they're a good team. They just need to, yeah, like like we said, just change that gear. It looks like mm-hmm. shit. Um, they did this little promo mini movie for Wardlow. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! How did I not open the show with that? <laughs> that, my friend, was my first or second. I'm not exaggerating. That my second thing of the show. Did you ever watch Lucha Underground? I only saw what's his name Vampiro's uh, thing they did with him once. Okay, because they used to always do these these promo Dude. videos where one guy beats up like five guys at a bar, and they would always have masks on. So, well, I'm a lot of huge that. for it. I mean, out loud, going, "Holy bleep! This guy's a star. Whoever this guy is, just became a star." <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he looked good, uh, and he just right off the bat, it sets him up as a as a badass. This is the power of a of a really strong vignette. We've been saying WWE for freaking how many years now? Go back to old school vignettes, but with this, with new school technology. Um, that was awesome when he caught him in the choke slam and was holding him. It looked like he was holding him up off his feet. Yeah. Well, you know, for sure the dude standing on top of a table or, or something like that in real life. It doesn't matter. It didn't take me out of the moment. And I was like, whoever this dude, I kept thinking it was Aldis because I couldn't see all the way. I thought it was him and his, his uh, valet when they were walking slowly toward the camera. Right. I was like, she's not big enough to be Camille. Camille's jacked. Um, but uh, anyways, whoever that guy is, I've never heard of him, but now I want to watch him. Yeah, and that's the name he uses on the indies. So, where's he um, from? I never heard of him. He's a good-looking guy too. Another yeah, star. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with him either. So, um, so yeah, that's a, it. Seems what, like a good find. It, it might, maybe I'm behind the times here on this, but like that technology they're using. You said Lucha Libre was doing a lot with it. Yeah. How come nobody else is doing that? I don't know. Or are they? Uh, not that I haven't seen anything like that. Where that was know. dramatic looking, and that looked like a legit movie to me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It looked like a yeah, definitely like a movie style promo. That it was made, if they can get that on TNT. Look out, if they can do more things like that. Yeah. So the AEW post show also is going on right now. Uh, Pac, 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 I keep calling him Pac, Pac, uh, just challenged Adam Page on the post show. So it looks good. like that's where they're headed. I don't know for the next pay per view or for TV, but. I have a lot to say about that match, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Wardlow wrestles for IWC in Pittsburgh is what some people in the chat are saying. So. Dude um, looks like a star and a half to me. Yeah. Uh, up next, uh, then we went to the main show. JR came out. Uh, we had SoCal and Uncensored, Christopher Daniel, Scorpio Sky, and Frankie Kazarian <clears throat> against Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Marco Stunt. Uh, I thought this was a super hot opener. This was one of the best six-man tags I think I've seen this year. Wasn't this really good? Really quick, fans in the chat room, really quick, were you guys fans of Marco Stunt being in the match? Yes or no? Go. <laughs> You know what they say in about 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, really quick, um, really happy about this match. I was really happy about Luchasaurus always getting over. He's a big guy. He's athletic. Um, I'm always a fan of that, obviously. And that dude, I like Jim Ross. I, I know JR. JR says the same crap about me when he's come down to OVW and call our matches. Um, and uh, you, I know JR's like had, had a, a raging you-know-what out to here during that match watching that big guy do all that stuff you know yeah he's so talented his kicks are nasty yeah so far pretty much all knows uh there's a, a couple of yeses but pretty much all knows about marco because 
they, they got to be careful with him because I dig his story. He's a, he's a huge fan. We all are. Um, he offers something that's very different. The only thing that, 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 that I'm stuck on is once it comes to a fight. I mean, is he like he couldn't be even heavy enough to pin somebody technically? I could sneeze and he should go flying off my chest if he ever covered me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so like, there's some unrealisticness to it at times. They got to be careful of it because it takes a little, in my opinion, it also takes away from Jack Evans. Jack Evans was his name. Um, Jim Ross kept calling him Jungle Jack. Yeah, he, I, I don't think over Jim Ross over. knows his name is Jungle Boy. He, he kept calling him Jungle Jack. Him, it felt like he's like refusing to call him by his gimmick name. <laughs> yeah. Jungle Boy is a great seller. He's the diminutive of the two between him and his dinosaur. Right. With the other guy who's smaller than him, it takes away a little bit from Jack when he's selling and getting that sympathy because he's not the smallest of the three. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, that, that's part of their their dynamic. Yes. Yeah, is Jungle Boy's a small guy, and then you got this giant, giant monster. And yes, like yeah. Jungle Boy looks like a, a normal sized guy. Now, yeah. uh, next one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the floss and the gimmick he does in the ring and all that other stuff. I would. And when somebody clotheslines him or hits him, I'm always thinking the dude's going to get like legitimately hurt. I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know because he's got a cool story, and I love dudes that were huge fans and they get their break too you know so it's tough yeah no i agree um and they were called the the jurassic express so it's not oh, as bad were? as the viking experience but oh my god i thought they were called what was it the two got the two boys and their dinosaurs that's what i thought they called <laughs> them. i don't know yeah, well i mean they, they mentioned the jurassic express a couple times but oh yeah we'll see uh scu look great uh oh christopher daniels doesn't age ever there it is, Kaz. A huge popper, Jim Ross, saying that Kaz has his best state still in front of him, though. Like he's some up and I know he's a veteran, but I think his, you know, his upside's still yet to. What? No, his, I would argue as good as he is today, he's nasty. But he had five star matches, or barn, barn, barn burners with AJ and Joe, and lots of guys in our X division, and then. Um, with Daniels and that tag team they formed eventually, it was TNA versus Beer Money and everybody like that. Um, but to be saying, like, <laughs> I don't know, there's a lot of stuff JR said tonight that I was just like, JR, what are you doing? Yeah, and he was like, So doing? when's the women's title match? And <laughs> he just seemed like uh, he doesn't pay attention to the product at all. Oh my god, yeah, Jungle Jack. <laughs> Jungle Jack. Well, I mean, he no. can wing it great, and and, and you know, he, he can tell a story. Prestige. And he adds prestige. Everybody going through the channels, mainstream fans haven't watched wrestling since the Rock of Stone Cold bounced out of wrestling, right? And they retired. Yeah. Clicking through, they're going to hear Jim Ross's voice, and, and they, he may make them stop. He, I think he would. Yeah. I would. I'd stop if I heard Jr. Yeah, I, I almost feel like he needs a heel with him, like a heel commentator, because. I don't know him with those other guys. It, the, that dynamic, needs, it just seems. They need to somebody he respects too, because you can feel it from a mile away. He doesn't <laughs> respect these younger ones. These yeah, he's guys. trying, like he's forcing it at times. And he, and, he, and when his shoe comments come out, he, you know, he jabrones them every time. <laughs> yeah, you can't have that. You got to have the the heel jabroning him a little bit, like like King used to do all the time. Right. Exactly. Um, so, anywho, uh, SCU picked up the win here. Uh, they pinned Jungle Boy for the win. I was kind of surprised about that. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, solid opener. It wasn't that long. Um, the opening in the show, Raj, really quick, I thought was way too long of them sitting there talking and opening up the show. 
Okay. Um, the, the, the announced team that took forever. Yeah. I mean, I agree with. I, I just felt like four hours. By the end, I was. I felt like with the Jericho match, I just was getting out of it. Like I was having a hard time staying into that match. And it's Jericho. I, oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, up next, I was surprised they had this on this early. Uh, Pack defeating Kenny Omega by a, a TKO with the Brutalizer submission. Uh, there's yeah. a rough stoppage, uh, which I, I, I thought Pac, uh, Pac was going to win, uh, but not by a rough stoppage. So I was just shocked by that ending. I, I thought I thought it was very original. I liked that. I thought it was very unpredictable. It lends itself to the realness of what a real fight can happen, what can happen in a real fight. Maybe not that hold where the guy's actually holding him up in the air while he puts a hold on him, obviously. Yeah. You would just drop on the guy as hard as you can, is what I would imagine. If I have a guy in a, around my back or up on my shoulders or whatever, I would jam him on the ground as hard as I can with all my weight, and he would break hold of the move. Um, but with that said, I do like how it came out of nowhere. It was original. And I, I got to be honest, I don't like Pac beating him. I love yeah. Pac. I love him. And I did not like how Jim Ross was kind of putting him. He went back and forth. He'd go from zero to hero and how he would talk about Pac. Don't judge a book by its cover. What do you mean don't judge a book by its cover? He looks like a freaking action figure, especially on this roster. <laughs> that dude looks jacked. And he looks like a star. Um, he's not an up-and-comer. He does have a very established name. He's not some like young whippersnapper like nipping at the heels of veteran Kenny Omega. He's just as you know what I mean. Yeah. He wrestles for WWE. If anything, I would argue he's had much more mainstream exposure than Kenny Omega right. has. Yeah, to no. some degree. I mean, the New Japan people make the argument more people watch whatever, but still, <laughs> no more people don't watch New Japan than than WWE. So uh, I don't I mean, know if the ratings are for you. somebody to say, "Oh, everyone's in New Japan." <laughs> yeah, no, I and Jr. was also saying like. Uh, uh, Kenny Omega and his losing streak in AEW. He's won every oh. match except for one. So well, again, he had JR to find himself again, and <laughs> right. blah, blah, blah. it wasn't. I, I didn't like the stuff, especially about Pac. I thought that was a bad, bad idea. And he'd go again, again from zero to hero about it because he'd say these things like he was like some young up and comer, like he was doing about Kaz earlier. And then it would go two main event talent, folks. Huh? You just got done telling me this guy's fighting for respect and wants to be. The, the center of attention, the, the center of attraction for a company one day, the main event talent. Then you just called him a main event talent like two seconds later, literally yeah. a minute later. Yeah. Which is it? Yeah, and this was interesting that they had this match on this early. Uh, traditionally, AEW, they've went in order of importance. So you start with the least important match and, and build it, build right. and build. Uh, t- today, they did a WWE style where you have a big yeah. match early on, then you do the cool down, then you go back. And I kind of like the other way that they do it, where every match just gets bigger and bigger. Because I felt like when they had the cool down, I don't know. I just thought I started getting bored in the middle. And they got to be careful with because you have really good, talented guys and gals that could really work really great matches. And they give them a lot of time on top of it. So if you're going to front end your show with a really potential main event match like that, I would argue, you got to be careful because then the next match is effed. Yeah. The next two matches, I would argue, are effed. Yeah. I agree. I'm so. I, I I agree with you about uh, Omega losing again. I just feel like his star power he just doesn't feel as big as a, uh, as big of a star as he did last year. And um, no, he doesn't. His losses kind of hurt him. And he, he they they are hurting him. And also the dialogue and what they're saying about him. They yeah. just need to keep feeding this dude's wrestler of the year and back to back years. I didn't know that. What you guys need to be freaking screaming that? 
Yeah. Like we have like the, we have the best wrestler in the world. Yeah. Back he comes back, across as a normal guy watching this. And you and he himself does that with his over his overly like I don't even know what the call is body language that he does out there, but there's is in between his move stuff, he's still figuring it out is what I've determined tonight. Yeah. He's still figuring out who he is because he went pretty far out there, I thought, tonight with a lot of his um, his body language, his facials, mm-hmm. his reactions, and, and things that were just like I've never seen him do before. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen him doing interviews, but not during a match as much. And I, I didn't dig it. A lot of it felt uncomfortable to me, yeah. um, almost heelish at times, some of his stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean by his facials and his expressions? Yeah, absolutely. And actually, so people listening, I, I don't want it to sound like we're we're crapping on this match because this is actually my favorite match on this show. And I thought uh, yeah. I love the ending. Uh, but, yeah, but I, I'm, I've been watching this. I was watching it tonight just thinking of the that they're going to be on a mainstream you know, television outlet mm-hmm. and how this is going to translate to a new audience. Are they going to bring in new fans with that? And so many of these guys, they, they work great in the ring, but I don't see them as these personalities that are going to draw a new audience as Jericho will, but they need more guys like that. Jericho came across as a superstar. Not many other guys I felt like tonight did. Cody did, uh, but I felt like not many other guys so, did. So did his opponent, I thought, Spears. Yes, yeah, Spears, um, that was the... He came across as a star tonight, too. Um, and there were some others, obviously. We thought Luchasaurus definitely came across like a star. Yeah. Um, gimmicky or not, I thought he looked very different than everybody else, and he got a great reaction. Um, but back to uh, Omega. Um, we were watching him hit the rope. Like, everything he does in that ring is like at 100 miles an hour. He's yeah. so damn talented. Mm-hmm. It's insane how talented he is. Um, but... Again, this is the best wrestler in the world. Why are they not screaming it during, on the microphones? Like, Pac yeah. just beat the best wrestler in the planet, folks. Mr. Six Star Match himself was just beat. You know, if you're going to put this guy over on him, but they, to begin with, should not be putting anybody over on him. Kenny should be like, damn near undefeated, in my opinion. That's, that's kind of what I feel, too. Like, what the hell are they doing beating him? Yeah. That's Especially my guy. Is Pac signed? Is he signed to a deal with him? Yeah. Yeah. So he's with them. And I think for that, at least. Yeah. Because I'm like, if they're freaking having a guy, like, Kenny's got to, like, you don't want to be a mark for yourself if you're one of these executive, what are they called, vice presidents or whatever they're called? Yeah. There's their title. And say, oh, I'm not going to lose. But you also have to protect yourself a little bit, especially when you're that big of a talent. He's a big-ass talent, man. And it's important what they do with him because he could eventually be somebody, I will say this, that will make mainstream fans stick around Jericho will get them to watch but I, when you watch Kenny's matches and what he does athletically I think he's one of them like young bucks that people will be like okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna tune in again and see what they do next week yeah. I hope that's my hope for them and I hope Kenny carries himself around more like he's like he's a like he's his a don't stink like he's <laughs> king banana yes he's almost too it's a good thing he's he's so humble and that's a good thing you would think but in wrestling one of the lessons I learned from uh, from Vince himself don't play a wrestler, be one. Like, mm-hmm. when we're acting, what do you, like, nobody hears a real wrestler for Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. Every one of us will get our asses worked, probably. Right. <laughs> a shoot, you know? But I understood what he meant many, like, two or three years later when I was with Impact. And it was everything you're doing, how you handle yourself from backstage, but more importantly, in front of that camera. Yeah. You've got to act like the, the king banana as far mm-hmm. as the, being a main event talent and everything you say and how you carry yourself, how you dress. The whole kit and caboodle is, is so important. And Kenny's still figuring that part out, which is kind of scary. If he's the best wrestler on the planet already, yeah, yeah, in ring he's years from now. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I could also see they're holding off on him being in that main event picture, but I still feel like he's got this, this mystique about him. Uh, so many people know him from, you know, his matches in New Japan, treat yes. him like he's something super, super special. So don't ever let him lose. Yeah, exactly. At least not yet. At least not yet. Right. I would have saved his long as well. But that being said, it was an awesome match. Um, Hell yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, these guys. Oh, my God, Jazz. Did you see Pac hit his leg on that damn oh, guardrail? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What in the hell? <laughs> I, I thought he was dead. I, I literally thought his leg was broke. Yeah. And when I'm talking about people carrying themselves like stars, Pac does. He, yes, he, he does. He looks like he's like that in real life. Like he'd just be a miserable guy. You don't want to approach yep. him. And there's not many guys that do that. <laughs> no, he he believes his shtick is what it is what it looks like to me, yeah. and doesn't therefore it's not a shtick. It's I'm invested that this guy's a real little bastard. Yeah, you know, and um, he's a little Tasmanian devil. You know. Yeah. Uh, up next, we had Jimmy Havoc versus Joey Janela versus Darby Allen in a three-way Cracker Barrel crack Cracker Barrel Clash. <laughs> I love this, by the way. I did I did like this. Yeah, if hardcore matches are your thing, I mean, this thing they're looks not. pretty okay, insane. No, but they're usually not. They're, I don't want to say they are because they're not. Yeah. But holy crap, some of the stuff they did in this match. They did some crazy stuff. Oh like, like, not to where I was, like, freaking out, but where I was like, oh, ugh. You know, like, I couldn't watch. <laughs> there was that spot where they had uh, Jimmy Havoc in the chair. Uh, they put thumbtacks in his mouth and then duct tape his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, the skateboard with thumbtacks? Oh, jeez, yeah, yeah. Darby Allen brought out a skateboard thumbtacks on it. Uh, they, they were doing paper cut spots of all things. With all this madness, they did paper cut spots, and the crowd was going uh, insane over that. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a Cracker Barrel chant. We want barrels. Uh, oh God, what about Darby? Uh, Darby Allen doing the uh, what's it called? Coffin drop whatever it's called where he jumps off backwards where you did that on the barrel with a barrel with the barrel to the back on top of regardless if you want to say okay that barrel was made out of freaking paper mache okay let's say you want to say that fine he still landed on the steps right dude the steps sucks (laughs) there's nothing i would rather land like all the things to land on with a bump i'd rather bump on a concrete floor than the steps yeah it's, it's one of those matches, really fun to watch. Uh, I cringed a lot, not because it was bad, but because it, it the stuff they were doing was just insane. What um, commitment? What sort of sacrifice? What commitment to, you know, and Joey Janelle, I thought, shined really, really big tonight. Yeah, Janelle looked great. Uh, Havoc got the win. I was kind of surprised with that. I thought, too, were, I thought it was going to be the, Darby Allen. But out of the three, isn't he the least impressive, though? Like, if you look at the three of them. Yeah, I, I think Darby Allen's the most. So that's, I think. Yeah, yeah. And they Darby had him Allen go with start. the. Yeah, and he went to the draw with Cody, so I thought they'd give Darby him a little something work. here. He can work. He doesn't have to do this crap, and and he he can be a star. They don't. He doesn't have to do the hardcore stuff if he doesn't want to. He can work a normal match and really push the limit, like we saw with Cody. He was the action of that match. If you go back and watch with Cody, he created all the movement, all yeah. the action. And I know people are going to hate me for saying this, but I feel like he's got to tone it down because the stuff he's doing is too crazy. He's not going to get hurt. Long. To get hurt, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. to get hurt. Yes. Uh, he's not going to last long uh, with his career if he keeps doing this stuff. But and I think he, Mick Foley, everybody does it eventually. They they find the gimmick, they find the sock in their pants, and they're putting it in people's mouth before they know it. It yeah. eventually happens to all the smarter and bigger star wrestlers that were you know do king of hardcore stuff. And that's the difference between the ones that have made it 
and became main event talents like a McFoley, like Terry Funk and others like that versus others like that are in, still in Japan that we don't really have heard of. But if you go to Japan, they're super over, right? Yeah. Because they didn't make that transition yep. that was needed to add years to their career. So we had all that thumbtacks. At one point, they grabbed a tennis racket. Janelle grabbed a tennis racket from under the ring, taking a little shot at Jim Cornette, tossing it aside. Um, and yeah, uh, I did not like that, Joey Janelle. <laughs> Leave my boy alone. Uh, <laughs> Jim Cornette and AEW—they're not—they uh, don't get along. But uh, the finish off, yeah, Havoc hit a rainmaker on Janela, threw a barrel, and got the win. Um, fun match, hard to watch at times, but really, really fun. The crowd loved it. It was a fun match. I mean, it, it was. It's not my thing. It's really, I swear to you, I know I'm acting like it is, like hardcore matches. I love them and stuff, but I don't. Yeah. I did love, I did like this one. Yeah. Because uh, well, think about the match that just preceded it. Yeah. Remember I just said, you have a Kenny Omega match, and then that early in the show, crap, mm-hmm. I feel I would not want to be the next match, or even the second match after that, after after those guys got done, Thin and Pac. But this was the perfect match, quite frankly, to reset it. Well, it sucked with the next match after it because yes, you it had did. the Dark Order against the best friends. Uh, the winner getting a buy in the it first It should have been on the pre-show. Sorry. It should have. Totally. 100%. Uh, fans were not into it. Was the girls uh, match on the pre-show? Yeah. The girls the girl, battle royal should have been in this. Yeah. Them and Private Party, that match was on the pre-show as well. Oh, my God. That's right. Even that match, too. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. I mean, this one has stakes, but... It's Dark yeah, Order, no offense. I feel bad saying this because the one guy in Dark Order looks like he looks like a wrestler at least. Yeah, Stu Grayson. Yeah, and he's yeah. good. But the other one, just, I'm sorry. It's yeah. corny as hell. I feel like silly for watching it. I, I look tougher than two of the guys in this match. You know, yes. With, with uh, Uno and Chuck Taylor. And I, I, I don't mean to be ripping them, but if you're if you're showing a friend that never watches wrestling and you're sh- you know you're showing these guys two of those guys don't look like athletes no and you know you're going to tnt dude get in the gym and do whatever the hell you got to do it doesn't mean you'll be some like big steroid monster or something stupid like that it's it's outdated anyway now anyways but look like an athlete mm-hmm. get your butt in the gym get on a diet do whatever you got to do because i've seen chuck taylor he didn't look like that when i first met him yeah. um he was lean um do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and you, dude, you, you guys have a really good tag team. Yeah. Um, and you, you have a partner who looks like a million bucks. That would drive me insane. I used to tag with Jindrak, okay? And it drove me up to the wazoo that this dude was way more shredded than me. So I was in the gym doing everything I could to try to catch up with him. That's the truth. Yeah. I was bigger than him, but I wasn't as shredded. And um, it, that's the way you should be. You should be so competitive like that. Or, hey, I want to look like a main event talent. You know, and get your butt in the gym and be appreciative of the opportunity you have with this company. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You're about to take TV real estate from somebody else. You better look like an athlete. Yeah, you want to look like a star. And the guy, the big guy, Uno, uh, with the mask. That's just, and then the mask kills it, too. It just makes it does. Look- it, look, it looks like sexual, like, so, yeah. what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, like S&M or something weird like that, right? Yeah. Have you ever out. seen that movie 8mm with Nicolas Cage? There's like there's this S and M thing with no. the big dude with the mask, I but that's the movie, what, though, I didn't see it. Yeah, but that's what he looks like. Um, I don't like it. I don't know why they give them so much run on on their show. I don't get it. Yeah. So this was the, the definite low point on the show. The the, yes. the fans weren't into it. Uh, they were chanting "spooky perverts" at one time. 
this was pretty one-sided. The Dark Order pretty much dominated this match, and they got which, the win after hitting the fatality huh? on Taylor. Which, huh? Why? How? They're going with them. Uh, I don't get it. The fans aren't. It's like the librarian thing. Uh, at oh. least they're not going hard with the librarian thing anymore. But. And they're making fun of how bad they know it is. So that's maybe there's something more to it than we know. But yeah, this yeah. was. I don't get why they're getting run on their TV show. Yeah. The, nope. the next part was probably a highlight for you. The lights went out. Uh, and out when they came back on, out was Orange Cassidy. Uh, got a huge superstar reaction. I mean, these yeah, guys were did. into Orange Cassidy. You also got a huge superstar reaction when the fan and the crowd, they were zooming in the different people at the beginning of the show when Jim Ross and them were talking forever, panning <laughs> into the audience, which was cool because they were excited fans. They had a dude wearing an Orange Cassidy shirt, and he got a huge pop for wearing that shirt. So I was like, oh, crap. If Cassidy comes out tonight, he's going to get a big pop. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, someone's pointing out that the fans weren't quiet. They weren't, they, they were the quietest in this match for any other match, but it wasn't like it was completely dead or anything. But it was the weakest match on the show for um, fan reaction, yeah, for fan the reaction. tag match, yeah, and and regular action. I, mean, I, I felt itself, so, yeah. But Orange Cassidy came out, gigantic reaction. Uh, he did the, the tope suicida with his hands in his pocket, uh, Jim Ross. At one point, he, he said something like, who is this guy, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then some guys. This you know. blue raspberry, who the hell is it? <laughs> there was this one uh, uh, King of the Ring where they had this football guy, Art Donovan, on commentary, who didn't know anyone on the pay-per-view. And, like, Lex Luger came out. He's like, hey, who's the fellow with the American flag? <laughs> like at times. But uh, anyway. <laughs> but JR, you know, afterwards said, oh, I know who he is. It's Orange Cassidy. He called him Mr. Laissez-Faire. Um, anyway, uh, cool moment, Orange Cassidy. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he's used. But he he was super over here. Because remember what I said. Here's where the catch 22 and me being completely contradictory of my own <laughs> self. I'm about to be here. I'm a fan of wrestling not looking so overly cooperative. I think that's right. very important for the art of wrestling, right? When I watch the show, I want to see a guy, I want to see either um, two guys or two girls go at it in a fight and have stakes at hand. And me know a little bit about each one and then for start to emotionally invest in one or the other hate the other and really like the other but while they carry that out to see who wins and loses i don't want to see it where it's overly cooperative where it's there's obviously cooperation going on everybody knows that but i don't want it put right in front of my face right with that said this is the contradictory part why do i like orange cassidy so much then <laughs> i know same here explain it to me because i don't understand it if this was me five years ago i would punch myself in the face for loving it but i love it i can't get enough of it there's nothing else i could tell you guys i tell youtube them um, i'm his biggest fan i don't get it i, I can't stop watching it <laughs> i think you know what i think it is i think it's because i was saying this is the first time i've discussed i thought i discovered him and you guys are like, yeah dude he's been wrestling for like three years how do you not know who this is um when i thought i discovered him remember? <laughs> um, <Right>. and <laughs> I thought, this is orange cassidy guy have you guys heard of him <laughs> anyways and um i was watching all the stuff and i just could not stop laughing and I was yeah. like, well, isn't that the point, though? Like, wrestling's supposed to be entertainment. I'm yeah. supposed to be entertained while watching the show. Here's a guy doing something that I've never seen before. I'm getting good entertainment out of I'm laughing my ass. I'll wake up my wife up at 4 in the morning. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, what's wrong with that? 
Yeah. My, I mean, my wife, I like, I put on Omega versus Okada. She couldn't sit through it. I put on Orange Cassidy and she's watching it. Um, it's different. It's just it's so different. It's uh, so unique. I don't know how he keeps his sunglasses on. He did that suicide dive with his hands in his pocket, sunglasses on, and they stayed on the whole time. So I don't know if he's gluing them to his ears or what, but man. I, I can hear Jim Cornette saying, well, well, if a, a, a good car crash is fun to rubberneck too and look and watch, but you don't want to be involved in one, do you? You know, so it's like, I see both sides of it, yeah, right? No. But I can't help. I'm not going to lie to the fans that watch this show and say I'm not super entertained by him because yeah. I am. I'm oh, no. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that hate Orange Cassidy. They hate that gimmick. And I see And I get it. Yeah. I used to be. I uh, would have been this guy any other time. I would have. Yeah. But I can't deny, like, how much I pop for it. I'm, I'd be lying to you guys. Yeah. No. I, like, I, I personally hate the Joey Ryan gimmick. I get why some people like it. I'm not a fan. But yeah. Orange Cassidy is one I wouldn't think I would like. If someone described it to me, I'd be like, I would say I'd hate it. Yes. Yeah. Me and too. You watch it. So I don't know what it is. Yeah. I think this is different. It gives me a break in the show. It gives me a break in wrestling. Because wrestling, I got to remember, I've wrestled, I, I wrestled myself for about almost 13 years. I've seen everything. At least I think I have. Yeah. So when I see something that's this different, that's a big part of it too, I think. Because I think it's so hard to be super original and do something nobody's done before. I think that's next to impossible in today's day and age. Yeah. That hasn't been done at some point in some form or fashion. Maybe that's a big part of it too. I, res- I respect and trying to really think outside the box with something different. Yeah. I hope they use them sparingly on TV because it could get old. You have to. Yeah. You have to. You cannot have them on every week, unfortunately. I'm not trying to screw up your paycheck, brother. <laughs> but I, I just yeah. I want, I want them to last, you know, and I think that's how you make them last. You know, yeah. you got to be careful with who you pair him with as well. Uh, up next, we had Riho versus Hikaru Shida, uh, the winner of this, getting the uh, AEW Women's Championship match against Nyla Rose. Uh, I thought this was this was fine. It was good. Um, I didn't like Rih- it. You didn't like it? I didn't care about either talent. I kept, I, what I said to you earlier is what I kept thinking. Why didn't they have any of these other girls in that battle royal have this slot on the card in a singles match? I would have cared about any one of them more. Yeah. I mean, they're I, good. I just don't care about them. I care a lot more about, excuse me, Britt Baker and um, other talents that were in that battle royal. Yeah, no. I mean, I was kind of the same way. I was finding myself pretty bored. I, I was getting bored during this part, uh, you know, after that last match. Mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy, I popped for it, but that was, you know, 30 seconds. And then this yeah. match, I, I, I wasn't getting into it. But um, but they, they worked hard. Um, you could yeah, tell, they're like, good. they're good. But yeah. the, the crowd was, I mean, the crowd was pretty good for it. Um Riho got the win. Nyla Rose came out. They had, and when they were doing that stare down, I was like, I do, I do not feel this match at all. But um, mm. I, I could tell the story that they're trying to tell this big monster with Nyla Rose, yes. uh, the small girl with Rio. David Goliath. Yep. Yeah. So that's your women's championship match. Um, now, up next, Cody Rhodes versus Sean Spears, uh, which I, I love this match. I thought it was great. Oh, um, yeah. Who didn't? My thing was when they were dressed up like the Star Trek characters at the beginning. I felt like I was missing an inside joke. I don't know what it was, but was there an inside joke I missed? I don't. I don't maybe it was something from being the lead. I don't know, but I'm like this is a grudge match, and you're dressed up like Star Trek guys. It's just I don't know. I thought that that part was weird, but uh, it's a minor thing. But Cody, uh, Cody was out. Sean Spears had these crazy contacts, was, and he mm-hmm. was out there with Tully. It worked Blanchard. for him. Yeah, it looked it cool. It worked. 
I look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, these guys beat the hell out of each other in this match. Mm-hmm. It, it reminded me, the beginning kind of reminded me of, the match itself was nothing. It wasn't nothing like Bret Hart versus Steve Austin, but the beginning when they're brawling in the stands and it was just this fight, it, it kind of had that Bret Hart, Steve Austin, WrestleMania match feel to it. Um, yeah. It, it, there was a lot of uh, realness. It felt to me like a lot of heat between the two, even though they're friends in real life. I didn't, they, they made me feel it. Um, how great was, I thought the use and the tip of the hat to, you know, Arn and Tully. Yeah. Incredibly well done. Wasn't, I don't want to say, well, why the hell is, J-, you know, what's his name? I was going to call him JFK. What's his name? MJF. <laughs> MJF. God, I'm old, folks. I apologize. Um, MJF, who's probably like my second favorite guy on that show. Yeah. Um, anyways, like him selling for Tully and whatnot. <laughs> okay. But um, Arn coming out, that was a cool surprise. It worked in the moment. He still throws a nasty spine buster. Um but, like, I, I liked it. I didn't think, because I get on WWE a lot and say, why do you keep reaching back to the stars of yesterday? You know, push the young talent instead. And the young talent needs to go over on the older talents when you bring them in. But <clears throat> this is not as being contra- me being contradictory towards that. This is me noticing there's a very big difference in how they utilize these older talents in this storyline. It worked. It, mm-hmm. it, 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 it hit. Yeah. I would have taken the camera off Tully as he was just aimlessly walking back to the uh, <laughs> ramp to somehow follow and gain pursuit on um, Arn and went into the opposite tunnel. Um, I wouldn't have shown that. They've got to stop showing the guys going back through the tunnels, especially those who have never been on the show before because they always get it wrong, i.e. Bret Hart tonight with Tully going in the wrong tunnel where he just saw Arn go to the right. Why the hell would he go to the left? Don't put yourself in that up in that moment. Get the camera back to the ring anyway. Yeah, you know, just say, hey, uh, you know, uh, Tully's g- uh, g- giving chase to Arn with a very you know quizzical look on his face. He doesn't understand his point yeah. of turn on him or whatever have you. So many things you can say. You don't have to show him and waste thirty seconds. Yeah, of a guy um, who's not acted in quite a few years having to now act. Right. Yeah. So for people who didn't watch the show, uh, Tully kept interfering. Finally. Uh, Arn Anderson came out. Place just exploded when he came out. Came out, hit, hit a spine buster on Sean Spears, and then went to the back. Uh, Tully went to the back, and I, I tweeted how almost exactly 30 years ago, SummerSlam '89 was one of the first SummerSlams that we bought on pay per view, and I was super excited for it. And the opening match was Tully and Arn against the Hart Foundation. So it was just this weird nostalgia, nostalgia thing. That's but, cool. Yeah. So that is cool. This was a great match, though. Back to Cody and um, Sean. Yeah. These both now here's an example of two guys physically physically speaking alone. I don't know anything about either guy, let's say, look like ass kickers, athletes, stars. Mm-hmm. Right? No flips, no dives. It was just an old school fight wrestling match that felt heated. Earl Hebner was the referee. With um, innovation, with innovative moves still. Sean yeah. Spears did some really cool innovative stuff. So did even the placement of um what's his name? Uh, of Cody's um usually we drops to his butt and throws that uppercut that he you know he took from his brother, right? Mm-hmm. Um from Goldust, except Cody's is on his back. Uh, anyways, even that he made the guy swing twice, made him duck. And then it made the guys bend over, which set them up better for it. There were so many cool things they did that were very creative, mm-hmm. I thought, and how they got to certain things in their match and their story that they told out there. Yeah. At Cody the, uh, freaking batting a thousand. <laughs> yeah, I had tweeted this. Like back when he was in WWE, I remember before Stardust, I remember I just didn't see Cody as a main event guy. And now it's like, how can you miss it? He just, he 
just yes. looks like a superstar. I honestly, I remember thinking DiBiase Jr. Between yep. if there was a gun to my head and I had to pick one, I remember thinking DiBiase Jr. would be the bigger star between the two, just because he was a little bit bigger. He looked a little bit cockier, so as a heel, I could see him. I don't know. Cody was just like he look, he screams baby face. I always mm-hmm. thought. And he was a little underdeveloped in his physique still. He was still growing. He was young as hell. I remember like yesterday when he started. He was so young. Mm-hmm. But but anyways, now, I mean, dude, yeah. he's a, the epitome of a made of talent. Yeah. Oh, my God. Even when they threw the chair, for instance, innovation, that were having to do flip, flop, and fly, he throws a chair to um, – they implemented the chair very well in this story, in this match, you think. And then he mm-hmm. threw – the chair to Spears and hit, you know, the was a disaster kick. There's, there's, there's some cool things they did here where mm-hmm. it wasn't just old school wrestling where somebody's right. going to say, oh, this was boring. They were very innovative and up, I thought, in how they did executed things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the the finish Cody channeled Dusty for some of his punches, did a little shuck, 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 shuckle and jiving. Is that right? Shuckle and jive? I don't know. It's shuck and jive. Shuck and jive? Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, he did. Uh, uh, yeah, Dusty's uh, bionic uh, stuff that he normally does before hitting. His, yeah, it was pretty yeah. sweet. The crowd yeah. popped huge. Yeah. Then he landed the disaster kick uh, while Spears had the chair in his hands. Uh, hit the crossroads, got the win, clean victory. Uh, after the match, MJM, MJF came in, celebrated with Cody, and he teased turning on Cody, um, which he's been doing on being the the elite. Oh, so uh, they're clearly headed in that direction, but. You know, it's uh, it's cool setting up the story for the future. I thought, you know, I thought everything about this match was great. You had your surprise, you had a hard-fought match, you had your stars, and then you set up a storyline for the future. Really quick, I can't believe I did not start this off with because Brittany Rhodes, Brittany, uh, Brandy, Brandy Rhodes, <laughs> what's wrong with me? Um, and being the elite, cut a world oh, yeah. beater promo about on behalf of Cody. Uh, to Sean Spears for the upcoming show, right? This upcoming match. Let me tell you, she is such a star. It's not even funny. Yeah. And that's just from her look, her, her talent. She's gotten so much better in that ring as well. How WWE did not throw everything it takes to keep her there is beyond me. I don't care if her, if Cody had left and she was, she's talented as hell. And her promo, I would argue, was the best thing setting that match if you go please fans i encourage you go back i'm not trying to get being elite like a bunch of fucking views here just for the hell of it go back and watch i think it's the latest either AEW youtube or it's the being the elite but one of them brandy cuts this awesome promo setting up this match yeah. and i believe every word she said and she's done this multiple times now uh, raj she's yeah. a hell of a promo she's great my only issue is when she's a heel in one segment and a baby yes. face in the next. Yeah, tonight. yeah. there's Stephanie McMahon, McMahoning her, you know, just Dude. be a heel or be a face. I think she's a natural baby face. Uh, she is. She definitely is. Yeah. She definitely is. You want to cheer her. Yeah. So, and she's great. Oh, so, she got a good heel promo, though. Yeah. I mean, she, like her promo was nasty, but I guess you can't really consider her a heel because it was her husband who just got busted open. She's defending. Yeah. She's a great yeah. baby face. Yeah, but um. Anyway, I, I between this and Pac and Kenny Omega, these two were the, the matches of the night. This was my favorite match of the night. Yeah, it was great stuff. Um, up next we had the ladder match for the AAA Tag Team Championship: Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks. Sorry, uh, I'm taking it back. This was my favorite match. Of the night. <laughs> this match was insane. 
everything you'd expect, a ladder match between these guys. Uh, towards the end, uh, there was a spot where... Uh, Canadian, the Canadian, uh, what do you call it, Destroyer? Wasn't a Canadian destroyer he threw at him? Uh, upside, uh, flip, freaking flipping, freaking Wolanda pile driver through the table. I know. Yeah, I think so. It was something like that. He pile drove him through the table on the top of the ladder, dude. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> I don't it was just nuts. You say, okay, dude, and at this part, you're going to do this to me? I, I, I could never say that. Yeah. Um, he did I, a Canadian destroyer uh, from the top of the ladder through a table. Yes. It, yes. Nuts. Insane. There's no. I, I watched it back and I kept pausing it on my phone, trying with it the best I can with the Bleacher Report app. But dude, I, I couldn't find anything wrong with it. He could not have done that any more picture perfect. Yeah. By the end, though, I was starting to get worried about these guys. I'm like, I was too. Someone's going to die. He hit his head. I'm surprised he wasn't busted open. Uh, he being um, um, Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson. When he went through the, the the double tables at the end there, and was he crashed and burned? Remember? Yeah. So he was he was climbing the ladder, uh, and then I think it was Phoenix uh, that, or yeah, it was Phoenix that pushed him off. His feet got caught like on the top ropes, the ropes. and mm-hmm. so he he kind of stumbled and hit the first table. It didn't go through the second. It was ugly. It looked really dangerous. I, his I mean, head, fans. His head hit that second table, though. He hit the corner oh, did it? the side of it. And I'm like, how is his head not split open? Ugh. I was I mean, like, oh, my brutal. God. Yeah. Um, after, I mean, and then after that, they were there was another spot um, with Matt where it looked like he was just going to break his back on the ladder. So it was starting to get like. Like, I was like this was, they, like, you can't say, you gotta say one thing. They, they kept saying how they were, this was, they were going to figure a way to up the ante in this match. I'm like, guys, how is this even, how, how is that even possible? Yeah. Like you guys, there's no way to do this. You guys have, you know, yeah. but I will say they did. Mm-hmm. They definitely upped the escalation. They, they escalated the risk and the chance a lot more, I thought. And I'll be honest, as a fan, as a friend, I was terrified, but like as a fan, I'm not gonna lie. I was popping left and right for it all because it's stuff I can't do, right? Yeah. So I'm going. I can never bump on the ladder the way that these guys are doing it. And then again, the Canadian destroyer. That should have been the finish, obviously. But I mean, I can argue that for so many of the moves in, in these matches. But yeah. Um, and then also they did a lot of cool. It depends how you how you look at this, Raj. What did you think of the tandem um, spots and offense by opposing teammates? You see what I'm saying? When yeah. they both climb. Ladder, what's his name? The, the younger brothers of each team right. climbed the ladders, and, and they were both on the other sides outside the ring. Like daring each other, you do it, you do it. Yeah, like all right, we'll both do it. You're daring him to like, to, you know, Swanton bomb your brother that's laying on the table down there. That's screwed up, man. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it, that part was at least it was different though. I yeah. mean, I'm a fan of tandem offense, even though this was by opposing teammates. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that does come across as very choreographed. But, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. At, the time. At times that could be tough to take. But um, again, then I put my wrestler hat on and watching it from a strictly athletics perspective and going, holy, I did right. that a lot tonight. Like, yeah. I can't believe they just did that. Yeah, when it looks super cool, it's easily, uh, it's easily. I guess, free. yeah. I guess that's what happens because I don't, I don't come down on them like going, what the hell is this? This makes no sense. These guys should be dead. I should be saying that, but. Yeah. I'm not going to front, but then this wasn't my favorite match because it was. I loved yeah. it. 
So if you would have, if I would have told you that the Young Bucks would get the loudest boos on an AEW pay-per-view, uh, I don't think most people would believe it. But there was this spot uh, where Pentagon and and uh, Matt oh, Jackson yeah. were on the ladder, and Matt J- Jackson pulled off Pentagon's mask, yep. and everyone just started booing. I mean, they mm-hmm. were just pissed at the Bucks for doing that. It was, that was a great, great spot. That was a great spot. Yeah. I thought it was really good. And I thought, wow, this is the finish. Then he gets super kicked. Ray Phoenix jumping off the top rope, trying to intercept him and get him out, knock him off the ladder. He hit a super kick. I'm like, oh, that's the finish. Wow, good finish. Yep. Lucha Brothers hit zero fear, the kick, uh, which is a, a cradle pile driver did. with a diving double stop to Matt on a ladder that was on the apron in Barricade and got the win. So Can and- he please stop saying that? He says it too much. It's annoying as hell. Which thing was that? Oh, the... He does it like 59 times a match. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. And he curses like crazy. The things he's saying out there, you guys, are not very nice. (laughs) In in Spanish, what he's saying out there. There was a lot of cursing on the show, but Jim Ross was cursing on commentary a couple times. (laughs) (laughs) I think he said shit and... uh, (laughs) Had asked a couple times, which isn't a big deal. But he said SHIT when? Yeah, it was early. I don't know if someone was chanting "Holy shit!" I'm forgetting exactly what he said, but he's like, "Yeah, holy shit, indeed," or something like that. If <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone in the chat remembers, please let us know. But it was some, it was something like that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I thought this was this was my favorite of their matches with them for what it's worth. Yeah. And also, the other thing is they got to get those tag championships. I know they're a new company. I'm really looking forward to getting the tag team championships because I really want AEW to do great. I don't want – they're giving props to that other company, AAA, by having those be the, these prestigious titles that these guys are climbing and trying to kill themselves to capture, right? Um, it would have meant more Would have meant more if those were AEW tag team titles. I thought. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> These guys in the chat. <laughs> what is that? Tell me. Tell me. JR at one point said uh, she squirted. I think it was real. <laughs> Do you even think he gets that though? Like, <laughs> <that's what> <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, let's get this back on track. So uh, after the match, uh, LAX came out. Um, and uh well two masked men came out and uh they attacked both the bucks and the lucha brothers unmasked and it was lax ortiz and santana so the last version in it uh, in impact it's not known yet um if they're gonna be keeping those names apparently impact was thinking about allowing them to take the gimmick even though they came up with it and you know ortiz and santana didn't originally have it really quick fans in the chat room which which lax do you prefer hernandez and homicide or these two guys let me know please Right. Um. Anyways, so they're thinking about what taking LAX the name? I think so. Yo, that's a big mistake. Sean Hernan is going to show up on the front door. <laughs> I would want to answer that. Yeah, John, you don't you don't have to show <laughs> or homicide. Homicide's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for me, it's uh, homicide and Hernandez, but these guys are very talented. Uh, they are, and. Uh, but yeah, so far good. everyone's saying uh, homicide and Hernandez, but all right, good. But yeah, that's what um, I thought too. Yeah, fans pop for him. One of the it good things pop. I thought was uh, there were a lot of rumors that LAX might be Chris Jericho's partner on the TV debut because he's got two mystery partners. Um, 
so I, I I'm I don't think that's going to happen now since you know they already revealed themselves. It just doesn't feel like they're the big LA. I don't know. I know you just said it, but like they don't feel like to me that it's not like real LAX to me. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But uh, fans pop for it, so yeah, they're with AEW. Pop very loudly for it, actually. Yeah, they got a great reaction. Which not many people watch Impact, so I'm not sure where where they know these guys from. But they have every smart mark in the world (laughs) at these shows. Yeah, they they do. You can tell for them to pop for Orange Cassidy that way is a good indicator. You know. Yeah. Boy Wonder over here just discovered, you know, him like what, three months ago, four months ago. (laughs) So fans pop that loud, you know, those are fans that are really in the know. Yeah. Uh, Up next, we had the main event for the the inaugural AEW World Championship, Chris Jericho versus Adam Hangman Page. Um, The Hangman. Can we call him The Hangman again? The Hangman, as Jericho (laughs) refers to him. yeah, I don't know. Jericho's, uh, I thought Jericho's looking a little older here. Um, it, uh, But he's definitely the superstar of the show. He came across as a star, his entrance, just everything. He just looked, he looked the part. He looked like he was important. He looked like he was special. And just Always. He just has this aura about him now. He's a rock star, literally. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think it kind of took away from Adam Page a little bit because Hangman didn't look as like as big of a star. Right, and, and, and now that's now that's their that's their deal. That's the company's deal to continue to put him out there in platforms and methods to get him more over to to establish him more. I saw that pro when you talked about doing Cowboy Bleep, and I was like, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. And that they keep going back to the well with that. There's more things that he's probably got in him that they've got to pull out of him but more importantly they got to freaking run the camera on him to do it mm-hmm. and they've got to do more of that they do not he's going into a world championship match the first one ever he's the definitely a guy i build that company around no question about it he's everything you want a quintessential baby face there's no question he sells his offense is great he looks great you know you can see chicks think he's attractive guys think he's awesome in the ring and cool somebody you want to drink a beer with he checks all the boxes, in my opinion. I yeah. think he does more than anyone else on that show, quite frankly. That's a big compliment because you got the Omegas and other guys in the Bucks and other guys that I'm huge fans of. But that dude, man, his potential is unlimited. And, and it's up to them, though. And I'm hoping on TNT they can do this. Is They've got to figure a way to bring some more out of him and but continue to get him in positions they got to figure out where his strengths are and where his weaknesses are once they figure out what his strengths are they got to continue to blow those strengths up like that's what jericho does jericho doesn't have any real weaknesses Mm -hmm. at this point right so it's easy for him to go out and continue to do because jericho he's done it for so long you know? we, we talked about this after the last AEW show where they had Jericho cut a promo and then Paige is coming and attack him. Paige should have been the one cutting a promo. You know, he should they should they should have been yeah. getting it on him, you know, like getting him that attention. That attention, yeah, exactly. Because everyone knows Jericho. That's um, true. That's so. true. So I mean, but but then again, I don't know, because I liked I did like the fire from Paige in that fight, right? Mm-hmm. But they still could have done that with Paige being the one to cut the promo. Jericho mm-hmm. could have came out and tried to attack him and it could have been reversed. Then he could have whatever have you but still i just they gotta figure a way to do more with adam page to get him more over it can't just be relied on being the elite it can't be stuff like that yeah it's gotta be like vignettes in my opinion it's gotta be bunches of other things setups of matches and run-ins and angle stuff backstage 
it's the whole Kent Kabuto they need to deal with him because he, I think he is such a quintessential baby face. Yeah. And he's going to be a huge star. I mean, he's, he's got it all. He has WWE written all over him, in my opinion, for yep. what they usually like. And they'll screw it up and make him cut his hair so Adam Page stay right where you are. <laughs> Give him the Chad Gable haircut. Right where you are, brother. <laughs> um, so, anyway, yeah, these guys, I mean, this was a, a fight. Um, it's, it seemed a little sloppy at times, um, but they worked hard. I mean, it, they, it was... I dug that. I dug that what, what you thought was sloppy. I, I, yeah. I thought it was hard hitting. Hard hitting as hell. What do you think of Jericho's uh, uh, a cut? He, could, he, he got, he got the, that like gash above his left eye. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure where he got that, but he sold it like it was from Paige. He, he um, sold it from the discus uh, forearm. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it added, I thought it added a lot. So Jericho's just bleeding in the face. Uh, referee Aubrey, uh, what's her last name? Oh my God. How do we not say that? She did awesome. She is their best ref. And I'm glad they acknowledge that because she is. She sells the best, too, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Her reactions to all the moves. Watch her, watch her body language. Watch her facials. Yeah. She sells like the refs used to sell when we used to watch wrestling yeah. when we were younger. Yeah, no, she was great. They they pointed out that she was, she was the, the first, first women female referee for a world title match uh, main event. So and you know what's cool? The coolest part about that, Raj, it it, it wasn't gimmicky. They didn't yeah. do it because of the Me Too movement and, and women empowerment. It was done because she's the best they have. Yeah, I really respected that. I, I really awesome. like that. They didn't make a big deal out of it. It's just like it was. She's what our it best. Was. Yeah, she's just our best. It in passing. So, I right. dug that. I dug that a lot. And she is their best. And that's saying a lot with Earl Hebner on the damn roster, by the way. Yeah. But she is their best referee if you watch. So Even funny. the pull aparts are more believable. Yeah. When she's involved in simple pull aparts. Yeah. At one point, uh, she got in Jericho's face. Uh, Jericho kind of pushed her. And <laughs> she, she really got in there. I mean, she had showed yep. a ton of fire. So, uh, yep. It yeah. works. Yeah, it was great stuff. So. Uh, it was a, it was a fun match. I, uh, like like you, by this point in the show, I was starting to get kind of. It, it, it could have been Hulk Hogan and Andre for me at this point. I'm sorry, I, it's just so tiring at, at this time of night. Yeah, and I'm old. No, um, but that's a big <laughs> part of it. I, I I don't know what the answer is because these guys are now all these companies are doing these four hour shows. So what do you do? Do you, do you be the one company that does three hours? I mean, what do you do? I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, I mean it was. If you watch the the pre-show, it's five hours. You know that's just it's just too long. But, but the, uh, rest, the wrestling from top to bottom, I will stack this against WWE any day of the week. No, as far sure. as from top to bottom, it's not even AEW's always going to surpass them, in my opinion. For wrestling, just wrestling, I'm saying the characters wrestling. Yeah, you know, I would say like an NXT takeover is probably better top to bottom. Oh, well, NXT. The, yeah, but uh, but this has more star power and just it just diff- feels different. It feels like a bigger show than an NXT Takeover. Definitely, um, yeah. I, 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 I definitely think felt that. Yeah, and I'm not a big fan of pre-shows, but I, I tuned in tonight. I always watch their pre-shows on AEW. Yeah, so far I have. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so uh, good match uh, at the end. Jericho kind of out of nowhere blasted Paige with the Judas effect, uh, and. That was it. Got, got the clean pin. Mm-hmm. And he is the first AEW World Heavyweight Champion. I think that makes all the sense in the world. You're going on TV. He's your biggest star, most recognizable. He and is. he's just great. He is. I, I still think there's that argument, though, that could be made. You know, why I was hoping Adam Page would win would be because 
well, we know who Chris Jericho is. Who is this guy with the champion? Wow, that guy must be really good with the title around his waist. Guy looks like a million bucks, and Jericho is talking smack about him. Who is this guy? Who am I missing out on here? I want to learn more about him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I guess that's more. I guess that would be better for Adam Page versus what's best for the company, then, right? Right. And I think he could do a, a chase now with Adam Page, and where millions of people are now seeing him. Well, we'll see what their audience is, but however many it is, they're they're seeing him going for the title as opposed to already the champion. People are going to love him. That's my opinion on Adam Page. I think he has. Again, I think I think girls are going to really really sweat him big time. He's going to be on TNT now, you know. So they've got to figure a way to, you know, do yeah. something with that. Yeah. And give him more opportunities. Yeah. Uh, hold on just one second. Just mm-hmm. hearing some news here. Uh, so Kylie Ray has been released from AEW. Apparently she asked for her release and, and it was granted. So uh, that was during tonight's scrum. So we have uh, Wrestling Inc. is at All Out tonight. So we have scrums with Orange Cassidy, MJF on our YouTube. So definitely go check that out. Um, did you check out anything else this weekend? You had the NXT UK takeover this morning. It's New Japan. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know I was muted. No, yeah. I watched NXT UK uh, takeover. <laughs> hell no. So um, apparently, it's a hell. It was a hell of a show. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it was good. Yeah, I heard it was awesome. Like people are saying, oh, match quality wise, it was better than All Out. That's what people are saying. Now I'm gonna have to watch it. You just yeah. maybe now go watch it before it's I go to bed tonight. And Cesaro's on there, and I guess he had a match and just looked like a million bucks. So, gee, there's a shocker. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Also, CM Punk he did a panel earlier today uh, that we covered on Wrestling Inc. Also, um, the AEW Jack and CM Punk's uh, colors with the AEW uh, logo. Did you see a lot of those T-shirts and hats in the audience? Well, the, the, those are the Chicago flag, so they were in Chicago. Oh, that's where Punk gets it from. Yeah. Yeah. God, once again, folks. <laughs> so, but you, a lot of people think that they they think like all of that stuff's a hint that CM Punk's coming back, and clearly he's not. You know, uh, so Punk on the panel. I mean, he just seemed like he was just done with wrestling. Uh, he, yeah, he I mean, he basically said he wasn't going to be at all out. Obviously, no one believed him, but and he wasn't. Uh, one of the surprising things people asked him about WWE, like if he would talk to him, and he said his exact words were, I wouldn't not talk to them. Uh, basically, saying if they called and had a really good offer, he'd listen to them. So, well, um, gee, of course, yeah, but yeah, I mean, they they were on such bad terms. They said, There's no uh, such thing, it's a always- more hard headed than most. <laughs> listen to me. You think he was more hard-headed than Bruno or San Martino was? Yeah. So I see Sam Punk showing up on Larry King Live and and someone like that, Ultimate Warrior, you know, and burying that company, pulling his car, driving over it, backing it up 12 different times, running it over again, especially during, like, steroid hearings and things like that. That could really bury the company for good, okay? They still made amends? Nah, I'm not. Yeah, Punk is still coming. <laughs> so on both sides. Yeah. So I mean, So anyway, yeah, we'll we'll see. He's he's gotten a lot smaller. Who knows if he even, you know, he even looks the part than he already was. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of uh, yeah, he's kind of skinny he's now. Been, he's always been skinny, I thought. 
even smaller. I mean, you know, just from his MMA training, he was fighting at 170, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Or was it 185? But anyway, so he's uh, he's a lot smaller. So anyway, uh, the the punk panel, he, you know, he seemed like uh, he was in good spirits. Uh, Where can I see that? So that's the pay-per-view, remember? <laughs> Is that... So that wasn't for the forty nine bucks I just shelled out to watch this thing, no, right? No, that's uh, another that's another thirty bucks. But you can read the recap on Wrestling Inc. Oh, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh fun show and uh the last AEW show and the next one will be on TV, on TNT, TNT October second. Yeah. yeah. And two weeks before that we got NXT and just in a few couple weeks coming up, NXT on Wednesday night. So it's gonna be a crazy time coming up ahead so uh enjoy your rest right now while you can't exciting it is exciting it's gonna be nuts i mean fox wwe on fox all this is gonna happen you know in the next 35 days so it's gonna be crazy picked the wrong time to be a wrestler dude i should have <laughs> maybe people want it 20 years later and 10 years later i'm kidding uh <laughs> aew oh, one last thing aew also announced their next pay-per-view it's november 9th it's called full gear it's gonna be in baltimore <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, I, I, at least they're getting away from the gambling stuff. It was starting to get a mm-hmm. little. They were starting to run out of terms. So, um, yeah, that's uh, and that's about it. Matt, did you have anything else? I do not. I'm good. All right. Well, th- well. Thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, Glenn Rubenstein will finally be back. He's been missing a lot of school here this month, but uh, he'll be back on Monday. So it'll be the three of us again on Monday. Uh, again, everyone in Florida, stay safe, and uh, hopefully the hurricane passes by and and, uh, and doesn't hit. But we'll Minimum see. harm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, everyone, and have a good one. We'll see you on Monday. See you guys. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.